0: Wilson and William Contreras are our brothers on new teams and great hitters. But the question is, which Contreras brother will be better for your fantasy baseball team in 2023? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find us on all social media platforms, podcasting apps, just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and comment, especially on YouTube, because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. On today's episode, we're talking about, uh, well, I'm talking about catcher rankings, my catcher rankings for the upcoming 2023 fantasy baseball season. My rankings are based on uh, five by five head to head category leagues. They also work for Roto. And you can head to our website, which is in our link tree, and you can follow along this episode with my rankings, which are uploaded on that website. There's a lot more on the website as well, so you can go check that out. If you guys haven't noticed already, uh, if you're new here, you know it's usually myself and my brother Matt. If you have been here, you notice Matt is not here today. Matt is a little bit under the weather. So we just got me today, guys. So I'm uh, going to do my best for all you guys out there. Before we get into the catcher rankings, I do just want to give a little quick update on some uh, you know, important stuff that's going on so far with spring training being started. We're already seeing some big injuries, uh, so real quick, not going to do a deep dive on these, just going to let you guys know uh, what's going on so you guys are informed. Tyler Glass now has an oblique issue. He's going to be out for at least six to eight weeks. Joe Musgrove fractured his toe. He won't throw for at least two weeks. Seiya Suzuki also has an oblique issue going on, but the Cubs did not come out and uh, give us an exact timetable for that. I'm assuming uh, Suzuki's injury might be similar to glass now. It's about six to eight weeks. And then the most unfortunate one is Gavin Lux uh, suffered a torn ACL. He is out for the year. But with that being said, let's get into this episode here. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through my catcher rankings. I'm going to get as far as I can. Uh, might as well start at the top though, right? So let's talk about JT Romuto. JT Romuto has been the, the best uh, fantasy catcher for, you know, at least the past couple of years, if not even longer than that. I currently have JT Real Muto as my number one catcher, and ADP does as well. JT Real Muto uh, is coming off the board at pick 35.4. And I can't blame you if you want to jump in and take JT Real Muto there, right? Because last year, JT played 139 games, 504 at-bats, 75 runs, 22 bombs, 26 doubles, even threw in five triples. And he had 276. So the guy steals bases. He hits home runs. He's in a great team. Uh, Not too much you could say about JT, except he is, I think, um, undoubtedly the number one catcher in fantasy baseball. So take him and feel very confident in it. Probably going to have to get him around the third, fourth round. And I I think it is worth it if you do want to go early on catcher. My thing is catcher is a little deeper this year, so I don't know if I'm going to take that route. But once again, I won't blame you guys if you do decide to take JT. So let's move on to our next guy here, and that's Salvador Perez. Salvador Perez is my number two ranked catcher uh, coming into this year. He is currently fifth uh, catcher, according to ADP. He is coming off the board at pick 76. Now, the thing is, uh, Salvador Perez was a little bit banged up last year, didn't get to play a full season. And that's okay, though, because when Salvi came back, he was absolutely crushing the ball. His final stats on the year uh, last year was 114 games, 445 at-bats, 48 runs, 23 bombs, 76 RBIs, and he hit two fifty-four. Now, if we just go back to Salvi's 2021, he played 161 games, which I don't know uh, if he'll do again at 33 years old. He had 620 at-bats, 88 runs, 48 bombs, 121 RBIs, and he hit 273. So we just know Salvador Perez can be an elite, not only catcher, he can be an elite fantasy baseball player. That's why I have him ranked as my number two catcher. I don't think you could beat that production. This year, I'm sure he's going to play a lot of DH. Uh, you got MJ Melendez there. I'm sure he's going to take some time, a catcher. And, you know, Salvi is just one of the best in the business, and there's, a, you know, he's shown why. But with that being said, let's keep it pushing here. I'm going to move on to my number three ranked catcher, and that is the young gun, Adley Rutschman, uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. This kid is just absolutely elite. Right now, he's coming off the board as the number four catcher, according to ADP six pick 65.4. Now, the thing with Adley is, you know, he hasn't really shown us too much in the big leagues. He came up last year. He played pretty well in the limited amount of time that he had. He started adjusting a little bit later in, uh, you know, the season. But Adley played 113 games last year, 398 at-bats, 70 runs, 13 bombs, 42 RBIs, 4 steals, and he had 254. The thing with Adley is he's shown us in the minor leagues why he's such an elite prospect and why we think the world of him. So in 2021, uh, Adley played 123 games in the minors, 452 at-bats, 86 runs, 25 doubles, 23 bombs, 75 RBIs. He chipped in three steals and he hit 285. So I personally think Adley takes that next step this year. That's why I have him ranked so high. I know it's kind of at his ceiling. But that's kind of where you're going to have to take them, especially if it's a keeper or a dynasty league. You want to take Adley super high. I wouldn't blame you if you wanted to take him as high as the third round just to secure that catcher position. A lot of these guys at catcher are super volatile, but I think Adley's a mainstay and this Baltimore team is only getting better. So I think the runs in the RBIs can be pretty solid for Adley. I think the batting average is going to come up this year from 254 last year. I think Adley could hit around 280, you know, maybe even higher if he really gets it going. Uh, and the bombs are going to be there and he's going to chip in and steals as well. So he's um, a four or four and a half category guy for Mr. Adley Rutschman, uh, can't really say too much more about the kid, except if, if, you, if you're going to go out and, uh, you know, take a catcher high, uh, besides JT or Salve, he he's the next one up in my book. Let's keep it pushing here, though, and I want to talk about next up Will Smith. You know, Will Smith has been around for a while, and I think he, he kind of gets looked at as the, oh, you know, this guy's a little bit boring. We kind of know the book on him. Uh, we we kind of do, but Will Smith is, you know, He's still fairly young. He's going to be 28 years old uh, this year. And um, last year, he had a pretty solid year, you know, for fantasy purposes. Last year, Will Smith played 137 games, 508 at-bats, 68 runs, 26 doubles, 24 bombs, 87 RBIs, and he hit 260. So Will Smith is kind of like all reliable at this point. That's why I have him ranked as my number four catcher. ADP has Will Smith as a uh, – currently ADP has Will Smith as number three catcher coming off the board. Pick 56.8. Now, I don't know if I'm necessarily reaching for Will Smith. I don't know. He's a career 261 hitter, which is good. I think the runs in the RBIs are going to be solid. The bombs are going to be pretty solid. The thing is he, he is coming off the board fairly high, so I don't know if I want to waste that top – 50 pick top 60 pick on will smith not my personal strategy this year for catcher is to wait and get one of these you know guys in that seven to ten range or even you know a little bit past that is is pretty good as well but i don't blame you guys if you want to go out there and you want to grab you know like i said you know I, I personally aim for the top three and if i don't get jt salvi or adley once again I'm probably waiting, you know, a little bit longer on catcher, but Will Smith is pretty reliable. If you do want to go out there and take the chance on him, on a great team, I uh, can't really say too much more about Will Smith. Next up I have uh Dalton Varsho here. Uh Dalton Varsho currently just uh, you know, he moved from Arizona out there to Toronto. And I think it's a great move for him. He's on a better team. He's, you know, he uh, gets the shot. He's going to play pretty much every day. And you can't really ask too much more from the the catcher position, you know, to get a guy that's not really playing catcher and he's going to get a lot of games in and he's going to help you in in a bunch of categories. Last year, Dalton Varsho played 151 games. 531 at-bats, 79 runs, 27 bombs, 74 RBIs, 16 steals, and he hit 235. So here's the thing with Varsho. If you've already taken um, a, on a lot of risk in the batting average position earlier in your drafts, you really don't want to take you know, the risk here on Varsho. But if you need some steals, you need some pop, you could take the shot on Varsho. Right now, Varsho's coming off the board as the number two catcher, which is kind of steep pick 52.8 overall I'm personally not doing it I'm not taking the risk on Varsho this year but once again can't really blame me if you want to do it the catcher position is pretty deep this year we have a lot of good catchers and if he fits your team build I'm not going to blame you for taking Dalton Varsho this year once again he's on a new team which is a lot better for him a lot of upside but once again I'm, I'm not taking that risk but I can't blame you if you do but next up I want to talk about one of our sponsors real quick and that is FanDuel. Here at Locked On, we're super excited about our new sports pet betting partner FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a first sweat, get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bucks back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored and threes drained. And uh, if you bet on Damian Lillard the other night and uh, you went threes drained on that one, you lucked out because the guy scored 71 points, and that was absolutely phenomenal. But FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at a payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports partner of the NBA. But guys, let's keep it moving here. I know you guys are here for the the catcher rankings, and that's what we're going to keep doing. So next up is my personal breakout at the catcher position this year, and that is Mr. William Contreras. He's the guy that I'm aiming to get in all of my drafts right now. Uh, The value is there. He's currently coming off the board as the number 10 catcher. I have him ranked as my number six catcher. You can get William Contreras at pick 133, and I think that's an absolute steal. You know, he's the younger brother of Wilson Contreras, if you didn't hear that at the intro. Uh, and the thing is, is William Contreras came out last year as, as a young gun and he absolutely raked, uh, you know, William Contreras last year as a 24-year-old played 97 games, 334 at-bats, 51 runs, 20 bombs, 14 doubles, 45 RBIs, chipped in two steals and he had 278. You're, unless you, once again, unless you go early and you take uh, JT or Salvi, you're not going to get that batting average at catcher. Uh, you're not going to get that many bombs at catcher, 97 games and 20 bombs. If Wilson, Contr- uh, William Contreras hit 30 bombs this year with some good counting stats and, and a high average, I wouldn't be shocked. It really just comes down to value at that catcher this year. A lot of the catchers are going to be pretty good. So fill up. my theory is fill up your team early with a lot of other good bats and wait on the catcher position and get yourself William Contreras. He's my target in every single league that I'm doing this year. You know, he, he gets out of Atlanta and goes to the Brewers. He's going to play pretty much, you know, every day. He'll get a couple of days off like every other catcher does. But he's going to play a lot of games this year. The chances of him panning out are very high. His older brother, Wilson, has been a staple in the MLB for a long time. And I'm sure, you know, older brother, Wilson, is showing younger brother, William, how to get it done. And I, I just think sky is the limit for, you know, a 25-year-old William Contreras. But let's move on to his brother, Wilson Contreras. I, I do have them ranked back-to-back in my catcher rankings. Uh, Wilson Contreras is 7. As I said already, William Contreras is 6. Now, the thing with Wilson is, is he's on a better team now, too. He goes from the lowly Cubs to the very, very good St. Louis Cardinals. The thing is, with uh, Wilson, I don't know if the batting average is going to be as good as Williams. The thing with Wilson, uh, let's go. Let's do his stats from last year as a 30 year old. Wilson Contreras last year 113 games, 416 at bats, 65 runs, 23 doubles, actually, 22 home runs, 55 RBIs, and hit 243. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, or even if you haven't, Matt and I usually talk about how first year on a new team, there's a lot to figure out. We got to remember that. It, these guys are human beings, too. You know, when you're moving somewhere new, there's a lot that goes into it. You got, you know, if you got a wife and kids, you got to make sure they're settled in. You got to make sure they're happy. You know, you want to find out, you know, uh, where the good spots to eat are. You're getting into a new routine. You're meeting a whole bunch of new people. You're, you know, your, your managers and your coaches are all telling you, um, you know, new theories, new ways to look at the game. So there's going to be that adjustment period. adjustment period. So, Wilson Contreras isn't necessarily a target of mine, but right now he's coming off the board, according to ADP, as the number eight catcher, pick 117 overall. And that's good value for Wilson Contreras, to be honest. I think the counting stats will go up. I think he'll, you know, hit 20-plus bombs, chips in a couple of steals. The batting average is a little suspect, as Wilson Contreras is a career 256 here. So, once again, not one of my big targets at catcher, but Wilson Contreras is reliable. If you, you know, wait on catcher, he falls a little bit. I think he's somebody you could definitely take. Now, this next guy, uh, I'm not even going to barely leave It's Tyler Stevenson in my rankings. Tyler Stevenson is my number eight catcher. The thing with Tyler Stevenson is, is last year, you know, he um, he felt, uh, you know, got a pretty bad injury. Forget exactly what it was, but you know, he missed a lot of time. And the thing is, he played about 50 games last year for Tyler Stevenson. Those 50 games were absolutely elite, though. 50 games for Tyler Stevenson, 166 at-bats, 24 runs. He had nine doubles, six bombs, 35 RBIs, and he hit 319. But let's go even back a year for Tyler Stevenson, where he didn't get a decent amount of playing time. Uh, In 2021, Tyler Stevenson played 132 games, 350 at-bats, 56 runs, 21 doubles, 10 bombs, 45 RBIs, and he had 286 so in his career, Tyler Stevenson's played 190 games, and he has a career batting average of 296. You know, as my as my uh, partner Matt says, you know, batting average means a lot when it comes to fantasy because that means you're, you know you're getting on base, gives you opportunities to be driven in. And I think Tyler Stevenson, you know, as a 26 year old, if I had to pick a second breakout, you know, William Contreras is my breakout catcher. If I had to pick another guy that I think could do it, it's absolutely Tyler Stevenson. I think he can give you 20-plus bombs. The counting stats might not be elite playing for Cincinnati, but it is a good ballpark to hit in. So like I said, the bombs could be there. I think the batting average is going to be there. He doesn't really steal too many bases. But right now you can get Tyler Stevenson as the number 11 catcher, according to ADP, pick 170 overall. He's definitely somebody I would be targeting a catcher. If you, you, know, if you want to wait on catcher, as I said, it's a kind of deep position this year. I think Tyler Stevenson is definitely somebody you can target near the end of your, uh, not the end of your drafts, but the, you know, the bottom, bottom third of your drafts. And you could walk away as a, as a happy camper if you get Tyler Stevenson. So this next guy is um, Alejandro Kirk. I have Alejandro Kirk as my number nine catcher and you know, uh, he's coming off the board currently according to ADP as the number six catcher overall pick 109, uh, you know, according to ADP here. And the thing is with Alejandro Kirk, he did have a pretty good year last year, but he faded out in the second half uh, last year. Alejandro Kirk as a 23-year-old had 139 games played, 470 at-bats, 59 runs, 14 bombs, 63 RBIs, and he hit 285. Now, I do like Alejandro Kirk, and he's still fairly young. He's going to be, you know, 24 next year. But as I said, what really scares me uh, is that he – he had a really, really bad uh, second half. So I'm going to read you Alejandro Kirk's second half. He played 56 games. He only had 14 runs. He had three bombs. He had 26 RBIs, and he had 246 down the stretch. I mean, he walked one more time than he struck out. You do like to see that. So, you know, he, he's a disciplined hitter. I just want to see how he adjusts back before I put him into the upper echelon of catcher like some people might be doing. Uh, I think you can take him. You know, as I said, where is he going again? Pick 109. Now, I personally am not doing that. I'd rather wait and get William Contreras or Tyler Stevenson if, you know, if you can. Even, Even Wilson Contreras is going after him. We got a couple of guys I'm going to talk about in a little bit that are going after him. And that's just personally, I I wouldn't take Kirk. I don't know how the power is gonna play. He's not really a, a a tall guy. He's a big he he's a big bulky baseball boy, but you know he he's not a very a very tall baseball boy. And I don't know how he's not really super muscular. He's just a little bit you know a Daniel Vogelbachish, if you know if one will say you uh, him and uh, Alejandro Kirk like them some burgers. You know if if you if you catch my drift here. But with that being said, let's move on to uh, a new a uh, uh, old face in a new place, and that's Sean Murphy. I actually do like Sean Murphy. To be honest with you, I do have him as my number ten catcher right now. He's coming off the board, you know, um, as the ninth catcher according to ADP, uh, pick one hundred and twenty-eight overall. Now I can get behind that. I can get behind taking Sean Murphy there. He's going from you know that lowly Athletics team, and he's coming into this Braves team, and he's gonna you know play pretty much every day. You know, Travis Darno might bite into his playing time a little bit, which is a a little bit concerning. But last year, Sean Murphy, as a 27 year old, was pretty good. Played 148 games, 537 at bats, 67 runs, 37 uh, 37 doubles. Those 37 doubles can actually turn into some bombs there for the Braves because, you know, the the A's playing a little bit of a bigger park. Uh, 18 bombs for Sean Murphy, 66 RBIs, and he hit 250. Now, Sean Murphy's a career 236 hitter, so the batting average might not be elite, but I think the counting stats, you know, the runs in the RBIs are going to be there. The bombs could be 20 plus, He's not really a steals guy, but, you know, pretty solid value. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be mad at you if you want to take Sean Murphy as your starting catcher this year. Uh, So moving on, uh, this is somebody I I wish I wish Matt was here because we would have had a nice back and forth about this guy. But it's MJ Melendez. And I've kind of been turning a little corner here. I have MJ Melendez ranked as my number 11 catcher. Currently, he's coming off the board as number seven catcher overall pick 111. As you're starting to see here, there's a, you know, a few catchers bunched up from pick 109 to pick 132. And I think that's a solid range to come in and jump in and get your catcher. Even though I think Tyler Stevenson should be in that group when, you know, Tyler Stevenson's falling down to pick 170, which I think is great value. But this group here, you know, is pretty good. But let me uh, get into MJ Melendez. And last year, you know, he didn't really um, show out, you know, in his time with uh, the Royals. He he had a lot of pop, though, which he is known for. So, you know, MJ Melendez last year is a 23-year-old, played 129 games, 460 at-bats. 57 runs, 21 doubles. He even chipped in three triples, 18 bombs, 62 RBIs, and he hit 217. So now we all know, if you all, well, if you don't know, MJ Melendez had a monster 2021 in the minors where he played 124 games, had 95 runs, 41 bombs, 103 RBIs, and he hit 288. Uh, I, he's not going to be a 288 hitter. I'm just going to let you know that now. Maybe tops a 240, 250 hitter with a lot of pop. The runs in the RBIs might be there in that Royals lineup. I know MJ is projected to hit leadoff for the Royals, so the runs might be there. I'm not sure how high the RBIs are going to be, though, if he's leading off. So I think he could be a solid runs guy, a plus home runs guy. The RBIs is a little suspect. That's why I think his ADP right now as the seventh catcher and pick 111 is a little bit high. He's not specifically one of my targets. But, you know, MJ was a highly, highly touted prospect. I wouldn't be shocked if he came out this year and he took the world on fire. But you know what? It's not going to be on my fantasy baseball team this year. I, there's just too many other guys that I like, like uh, you know, a little bit that are going a little bit after him. Let's move on to another guy here, another young gun that I'm pretty high on, and that's Logan Ohapi. Now, Logan Ohapi, man, he came over, I believe it was in, uh, you know, a deal from the Phillies, and he played pretty well. He played pretty well down the stretch for this Angels team. Uh, you know, and this Angels team is is looking looking pretty uh, pretty good, you know, coming into this year, or at least uh, according to me. I think the Angels, you know, are looking pretty good. Rendon hopefully will bounce back. They got Trout and Otani. They picked up Hunter Renfro. They could be pretty good. So now it was only five games for the 22 year old Logan Ohoppy last year. He had a run. He had four hits, uh, two RBIs. He had 286. But let's uh, let's talk about what he did in the minors before he got called up, right? So it was 104 games in the minors last year uh, for Logan Ohoppy. He Played in Double A, uh, 360 at bats, 72 runs, 14 doubles, 26 bombs, 78 RBIs, and he had 283. So now, uh, even the year before in 2021 for Logan Ohapi in the minors, uh, you know, hit 270 with 17 bombs and 19 doubles and chipped in six steals. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it was seven steals last year for him in the minors too. So I think Ohapi can wind up being 18 bombs, a decent amount of RBIs. I'm not sure where he's going to hit in the lineup, so the runs might not be great. He could chip in a couple of steals, and he can give you a plus batting average. Logan Ohapi is definitely somebody that I'm targeting in um, fantasy drafts You know, this year. That's why I currently have Ohapi as my number 12 rent catcher. Let's see where he's going. Oh, it See, the thing is with Logan Ohapi right now is he's such a great deal, at uh, according to ADP. Right now, ADP has Logan Ohappy as the number 26 catcher and pick 354. Uh, I, I didn't even realize he was going that low right now. If you can get Logan Ohoppy at pick 354. I think you should do that every single time, and I think it's going to pay out in dividends. Unless you get one of those top-end guys or you want to snipe back in the middle, and this is according to me, you get or you get William Contreras or Tyler Stevenson. Logan O'Happy might be the move right now. I'm sure he'll climb up, you know, draft boards. He's already got a home run, I know, uh, in spring training. So he might be moving up draft boards. But if you're drafting soon uh, and you could snag him there, I think you should totally, totally go get uh, Logan O'Happy. Let's move on to my next guy here. And, uh, you know, it, it is a little risky. It's Travis Darno. We don't know how much Darnot is going to play this year with uh, Sean Murphy in town. But he did play a good amount last year when he returned from um, an injury. And he, you know, took a lot of playing time from my boy, uh, William Contreras, but listen, Travis Darno as an old man, he's still out there getting it done. A uh, 33 year old, uh, Travis Darno. last year played 107 games, 396 at bats, 61 runs, 18 bombs, 60 RBIs. And he had 268, uh, you know, he might be a little bit more of a two catcher league guy. And, uh. Uh, right now he's coming off the board at you know the fifteenth overall catcher, pick two thirty four, which isn't bad. You know if you know if you're not a if you're not a risk taker and you just want to kind of get somebody that's reliable, probably going to play like three days a week. Uh, you can go out there and get Travis Darno. Currently he's not a target of mine. I could even see him moving down my list. I do have him ranked as my number thirteen catcher. I could see it moving down, though, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, by the time uh, spring training's here, I have him move down to maybe like 16, 17. Uh, Once again, just somebody that I'm not really targeting, so I'm not going to really dive too much into Travis Darno here. Next up, we have somebody that uh, Matt and I are both pretty high on, and that's Gabriel Moreno. Gabriel Moreno is my number 14 ranked catcher. And, you know, he makes that move in uh, the Dalton Varsho trade. He heads over to, you know, Arizona. And guess what? I know there was a lot of people doubting uh, Moreno's power. He already launched one in the spring training, and he hit that ball hard. Gabriel Moreno was like a top five prospect last year. And he played very, very well in the limited amount of time he got with Toronto last year as a 22-year-old. So last year, Moreno played 25 games, 69 at-bats, 10 runs, 22 hits, a double, a home run, 7 RBIs, and he had 319. Now, the thing is, uh, Moreno has just been a solid batting average guy. And every year in the minors except 2017, 2018, Moreno hit 359. uh, 2019, Moreno hit 280. 2021, Moreno hit 367. Uh, 2022 in the minors, Moreno hit 315. Now the thing is, Moreno is probably going to wind up being a 10-12 home run guy. The counting stats really depends on that lineup around him. But I think those Diamondbacks are going to be sneaky, sneaky good. Uh, I think you know Corbin Carroll and Jake McCarthy and the rest of the crew over there. Uh, maybe even Ketel C- Marte bounces back. So I think you know he could help you in batting average. He could help you in runs. He could help you in RBIs. Not really so much a bomb guy. Oh, excuse me, everybody. I had to let that one out. I apologize about that. But I do like Gabriel Moreno. One thing to monitor is I don't know if they're officially giving him that catcher job. They definitely should. But we'll see when the time comes, you know, if um, the Diamondbacks do the right thing and give Moreno that nod at catcher, starting catcher, you know, for the beginning of the year. If he does, I could see him moving up over Darneau, uh, maybe a hoppy. And uh, uh, that's probably about it. But I do love me some Gabriel Moreno right now. I don't know if I mentioned his uh, ADP as the 19th catcher off the board, pick 285. Once again, definitely a two-catcher league type target. I don't know. Unless it's like a 15-man league, I don't know if I'm drafting him as my starting catcher right now. But, you know, here at Locked On Fantasy Baseball, we'll keep you updated on Gabriel Moreno's situation. So I think uh, the last guy I'm going to do a deep dive on here, which is my number 15 catcher, is Cal Raleigh. And, you know, Cal Raleigh actually had, you know, a decent year last year for Seattle. They're really – that team's really only getting better. And, you know, Cal Raleigh is only 20, 26 years old coming into this year. And I think, you know, Cal Raleigh could be, you know, What's a decent, decent catcher, not somebody I'm going out of my way to draft. Right now, he's a little bit overpriced at the number 12 catcher, according to ADP, pick 198 overall. Now, just as I mentioned, there's a couple guys going after him that I like. There's a couple guys going right before him that I like better. Uh, Cal Raleigh last year played 119 games, 370 at-bats, 46 runs, 20 doubles, 27 bombs, 63 RBIs, and he hit 211. So he's probably going to... Crush you in the batting average department, uh, the runs and RBIs. I don't know where he's going to hit in that lineup, but Seattle is pretty good. Uh, you know, looks like he had a bit more RBIs last year, and uh, you know some good power. If you've gone your whole draft and you've taken a bunch of good batting average guys, you're a little low in the power department. Uh, I could see see taking Kyle Rowley just once again, somebody that I'm not really targeting according to his price at the moment. And price price means everything, guys. Like as you kind of seen. I would take a lot of these guys. It's just a matter of where you're getting them in your draft. Value value rules all. So you know, like a guy like Tyler Stevenson and um, uh, Logan O'Hoppy have great value right now. As to where somebody like, according to me, this is according to me anyway, someone like Will Smith and you know Alejandro Kirk's value isn't really great when you can get similar production later in your draft. Now, with that being said, guys, I'm just going to throw out a, you know, before I wrap things up, I'm going to just throw out a couple of other names that I do like. Jose Trevino with the Yankees, you know, got to talk about my boy here. You know, he had a decent year last year, was an all-star. He's in a great lineup. He looks uh, pretty good so far in spring training. He hit a grand slam the other day. Uh, Christian Vasquez on his new team, the twins is probably going to start more often than not. And you can, you know, go out there if you can grab him, if you want some batting average, personally, not somebody that I'm really targeting this year. Francisco Alvarez is, you know, somebody that let's see what the Mets do. If Francisco Alvarez um, gets the nod as the starting DH, probably not going to start a catcher. I could see him, you know, taking the DH role. If he does, he's going to shoot up my list. And um, somebody that I'll definitely be looking at. We'll keep you updated here. Locked on fantasy baseball of, what Francisco Alvarez's situation is. Right now, I don't see him making the team. Uh, Keep an eye on Mitch Garver. I know Jonah Heim is the guy over there, but he's, uh, you know, it could be a mix and match situation. And I know Mitch Garver's hit a bomb already this spring training. And uh, one more name, Eric Haas had a decent year last year for the Tigers, and he's having a pretty solid spring training as well. But guys, with that being said, that's all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website. You know, it's in our link tree. It literally says uh, website on it. Just click it. You can find our, Matt and I's rankings there, uh, a little bit about us. You have access to all of our episodes there. And hopefully, you know, sooner than later, Matt and I will get, in to, uh, get into writing some articles for you guys. And then just thank you for tuning in and making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Um, you know, and if you like us, you're going to love our colleague, Lindsey Crosby, who hosts Locked on MLB Prospects. Just search that into YouTube or anywhere that you listen uh, audio wise and, uh, you know, tune into Lindsey. He is an encyclopedia of prospect knowledge. He will help you know all of these prospects heading into your fantasy baseball draft. We also had Lindsey on uh, our top 10 prospect episode. You can go and check that out. Uh, and uh guys uh we will be back tomorrow hopefully my brother matt is feeling a little better and he will be joining me for our second base rankings preview but guys and uh until then see ya